Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to RV TV. RV TV. You just you just said that as if you weren't sure how to spell RV TV. Well, I was pacing myself to say after dark. RV TV after dark. Yeah, it's the podcast. This is the reason Andy Fails came back to RV TV, the the after dark podcast. I thought that Andy was like forced to come back. I didn't know no. he like chose to. No, he chose to. He, this, he, did, this did look like a lot of uh, look like a lot of fun. Last year was it last year that you guys? Yeah, we kind of started. Me? We kind of started doing this last year. Yeah. Okay. So it would have been last year. Then. Because uh, we were like, I want to say we were texting you while you were waking up. During the After Dark podcast, you you, um, you got me one morning when I was at work at three a.m. and the oh. FaceTime ran. Yeah, yes. we were in Albia, and I didn't realize I was on well, we, the podcast. Yeah, we were actually down at Rathbun Lake yeah. at that time. We were in those cabins at um, what's it called, Honey Creek Cabins. Yeah, yeah. And Andy didn't realize we were on. That's the night that, for the first time, we discovered that Michael Admire was surprised at the Albia RV TV celebration because yeah. he thought uh, Lee, Lee Greenwood, Greenwood was black. Was, was black, yeah. He was, he was stunned he was a white man. Well, you, guys, you guys FaceTimed me, and so I was just talking to you at my desk, and I didn't realize yeah. that was going out over a podcast. So. Yeah, we put it out. <laughs> yeah, we didn't even think twice about it I either. Think I, was, I think I was probably more awake then than I am now. Andy, this, somebody, a, this is your stool uh, when you're ready for it. Yeah, all right. No, no, you're fine. You're fine. I got well, you're leaning table. on a pool table. You get thrown out of bars for that. Leaning on a pool table? They throw Absolutely. You Not here in Rockwell City. Yeah, I don't think. I think they encourage Okay. That. All right. Oh, all right. Keith, I have good news for you. Yeah, what is it? I got a sponsor for this year's RVTV After Dark. I hope it's Bush Light. It is Bush Light. You know what we're calling it now? The Bush Light After Dark podcast. No, it's the unofficial beer of Iowa. It it is the unofficial beer of Iowa. Yeah, right that's now. what we're saying. For now it is. It is the unofficial beer of Iowa. Bush. Well, uh, cheers, cheers to that. Uh, and cheers. we have the cool. I love the um, orange cans. I always look forward to it. The Bush tastes. Is that better. for Halloween? No, it's for hunting season. Oh, yeah, the blaze orange. Yeah. Oh, yeah. See, I, I saw the orange can tonight. Just uh, I peeking. didn't see the deer rack there. It was peeking out of, of somebody's koozie, and I, I thought it was like a craft beer or something. No, it's, it's not. bush. It's just bush beer. Bush light. Andy, how in the hell? I was, I was thinking about this earlier. Yeah. So, Andy, get, what time do you get up on a normal day? Two. Alarm goes off at two. Okay. I get out of bed, I don't, I, and I don't snooze. We just started. That's smart, by the way. You can't snooze yeah. when there's somebody else in bed. That's, that's not cool. That, and when it's, it's 2 a.m., you can't snooze. It's inconsistent. My wife does that to me. She snoozes? Yep. Any we, chance she listens to this? No chance. Well, how do you My feel wife about hates that? me. She doesn't want to listen. Your wife does not hate you. She has to put up with me 24-7, like, in the home. She does not want to listen to me when I'm, you know, about six bush lights deep talking to your punk rear we just got done with with the live is six news. bush lights enough to get you drunk yeah let's be honest i've had more than that all right I but i don't have need to at drive least 12 tonight. to get drunk on bush light not true story here this is really funny actually so it blooms we'll be, we'll be the judge of that blooms wedding it was out at like some like barns out by winterset and i 
and I was in the wedding, and we had to be out there at a ridiculously early time for photos. Oh, man. It was one of those weddings? Yes. Yeah, that sucked. So I brought my own cooler full of bush light. Oh, man. Out there. Did the bride see you? And I brought an 18-pack, and I drank it all that night, and then whatever else I had. And I had to get a physical the following Monday. Do you have any idea what because my your tri- liver was failing? Do you have any idea what my triglycerides were at? I, I wouldn't know what they are if they're healthy. It was horrible. <laughs> the doctor they they like called me back and they're like your your levels, and they're reading me off all this stuff are like abnormally high. We need to do a retake. And I was like, well, that's interesting. Like because of I, the eighteen bush lights. Yeah. Well, and I had more than that, so I had like you know whatever the. You know, like, oh, we're doing a champagne toast or whatever throughout the night. But my point is, um, yes, it takes more than I six. I thought they were going to say, we found aluminum in your liver. <laughs> <laughs> the cans. You had so, so much contact with the cans. No, it wasn't anything like that. It was triglycerides, my, like, cholesterol. That's, so then they redid it, like, a week later, and I was totally fine. So the RVTV After Dark podcast from, After Dark. from Dingus in, in yeah. Knoxville, did you ever release that, or do no, you still think it's never, too controversial? that is never being released. It's not Man, even, it's that not would even, be a place for a podcast. It's not even controversial. The Lounge. Controversial means there's people on both sides. If I release that podcast, it's there's there's no two sides. Just yeah. yes or no, would anybody lose her, his or her job? Yes. Yes or no? Would anybody lose his or job, her, his or her job? Your opinion? Who works at Channel Thirteen? Yes. Mike Williams isn't going to lose his job. Williams doesn't work at Channel Thirteen. You're, you're, you're your own. Well, What's know, that popping out here? It's just like when the levels get a little high, you're fine. He's his own boss. It's see, Andy doesn't have a sock. Yeah, I don't have a uh, windscreen. Yeah, so that's that's what the popping is. I, I use a thing called classic soft knee. Classic uh, soft knee? Yeah. It sounds like a, a middle school dance. It's an editing thing on the Adobe, and it'll get rid of that popping. Oh, so we won't even hear you it. You won't even hear it. So there's no point in me even referencing it. No, but it's fine. It's because it's after dark. After dark. Um, so, Andy, what I was getting to... Is so you're used to getting up at two o'clock in the morning. It's eleven forty-eight right now. We're in the beautiful city of Rockwell City. Like how effed up is your schedule? My body clock right yeah. now. Yeah. It's pretty messed up. Yeah, I mean it's you can calm it down a little bit over a few days of normal sleep, but it doesn't I think I mean I think about it sometimes if I were to stop doing the schedule how long it would take me to get back to where I used to be because for you have to understand that for 25 years I was like the biggest night owl in the world I mean I I would I loved being a night owl I loved that schedule I would eat a full dinner at 1 30 in the morning and I would eat a, a whole pizza I'd go home from work I, I would go home from work I'd, I'd drink a little play some music or watch a movie and then, you know, you know, watch a couple episodes of a show, and then I'd cook so I could sit down and watch a movie over dinner. And then I'd go to bed at 4. I remember. And it was great. I loved it. And I was never, ever tired going to work. Never. And uh, 
just growing up, I grew up, my, my dad was a morning person. And his dad was a morning person. And they, like, wore it as a badge of honor. Like, my dad would always point out to me how late my brother and I slept and how long he had been up oh, before yeah. we got up. Like, dads do that. They hold yeah. that shit over your head. You know, yeah, I, I've had three-fourths of a day before you've even got out of bed. Yeah, they're well, geez, uh, if I knew that you weren't going to get out of bed until lunchtime. Yeah. Look who's up. It's yeah. Andy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just make a big deal out of yeah. it. Right. I mean, they would do that. And, well, good morning, sunshine. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, he was he would be gone. But We've all he, been there. And, and, and so that just kind of made it even harder to be a morning person, just like knowing that. Yeah. You know, even even if I got up at 8 a.m., which is a pretty normal time, I think, or maybe even a little late, even if I got up at 8 a.m., my dad would still be like, oh, geez, I was, I've been up five hours by then. So <laughs> just hold it over my head. There, just, yeah, he's just, no, there was just, just no, being a jerk there about was it. There's no winning. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, you're the in living color uh, Jamaican's job skit that we talked about. You only have four jobs. Yeah. My dad was like that. Yeah, worked on Saturdays and stuff too. But he would, uh, he would, um, he was such a morning person. I was, I was like the anti-morning person. So now here I am having this job where I have to be. It's like not a. You're not even a morning. You're not even a morning person on this job. You are a. You're like a vampire. You're a night person. You are. You get up at. 2 a.m., which is hours before birds are chirping yeah. or there's any any light in the sky at all. It's just very abnormal. It's really abnormal. And I honestly think that it would take it would take probably months to get out of this schedule. You, you saw, I've been doing it for, I don't know, over four years now or so, but um, I would, uh, I, I think that it would take like six months for me to completely get this out of my system. So you go from getting up at two to now you're you're here with us. Ross Peterson after is, dark. It, it, Ross Ross just. What did Ross do? He just he just he just heckled one of the patrons out of the bar stool. So I thought earlier. Well, she she was sneaking I, photos of all of us. The okay, time so there was, was there. a gal who's a big fan. Of, of all of ours. Yeah. Her name's Kinsey, very sweet gal. And she was tweeting at me to come here and have some bush lights. And I said, hey, we'll all come after the program tonight. And I was sitting there talking to her. And next to me was this, he looked like a very um, uh, grizzled Hawkeye fan. And then there's Ross. And I Is go that to, the guy with the real beet red face that's in there? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's the guy. Yeah, he's uh, he sidled up a few times tonight. Well, and I was concerned, and, and Scott and I, Scott Edwards from Plaza RV, we were concerned that Ross was going to get in a fight. You'll have your time on After Dark here in a little bit, buddy. I, I, what I, part, partly what I like about the After Dark podcast is, like, at no time have you even identified any of the voices. <laughs> It's just we start talking, that's it. You don't say who it is, where we are, what we're doing. I think at one point you did mention it's Rockwell City. What bar are we at? What's this bar? I, I, I honestly sure don't know the, the name of it. Name. Yeah, I don't know. What is it's this the only, bar? only bar open Tuesday, Wednesday night. Wednesday night here right. in Rockwell City. If hey, we hey. describe it, is that going to help? I mean, there's a bush What's light sign in the window. 
There's a pool table. Lynchings? Lynchings? Lynchings. There's no way this is called lynchings. Lynches, not lynchings. Lynchings. Jeez. Possessed. No. Lynchings. Yeah, no lynches. This is they've been really nice to us. Yeah, yeah, lynches. Lynch, lynches. They just brought lynches. us a bunch of food. This is really yeah. funny. So we really appreciate Ross it. and I got here late. But did you say Ross? I think that I think that young lady may have left in tears. <laughs> Ross, <laughs> what did he do to her? He was like, get out of the chair. He was oh, because she was sitting in Andy's chair. Yeah, well, she uh, she was also she got here before I did. She was also so was yeah, she was also taking photos. Like, she's like Snapchatting us during this whole thing. That's what it is. Yeah. yeah. See, I don't understand that. Neither do I. It but doesn't that's bother me. But, yeah, yeah. We yeah. weren't doing anything inappropriate. No, no. We're on, we're we're on, just, the, on this podcast. Yeah. After dark. After dark. Um. I so Ross like Ross likes his craft beer. You know, because my that, whole... That's an upset to me. My truck is all full of the bush. Well, that was a proud sponsor of After Dark. Yeah. Iowa's and, unofficial beer. And I'm like, and Ross wanted to get find some craft beer, which is fine. And I, everybody's got different tastes. And we know that there's a Casey's here in Rockwell City. And I go, well, well Ross, Scott found, Scott found a grocery store like a block away. And he found some some crown, like some peach crown royal there. So like I'm, they peach pro- crown royal. Yeah, by choice he found it. N- apparently it's a delicacy. <laughs> it's a delicacy. Like it's very truff- rare. Like a truffle. Well, you know, you like you like bourbon and stuff, right, Andy? I I, I do. Yeah, so I like. I don't like. Do you peach like, crown royal? Do you like peach Jim you know, Beam? You, you know what? I, no, you know what I do like. I like. Uh, that Maple Knob Creek, yeah, that's yeah, good. that's oh, really that's, good stuff. The Maple yeah. Templeton's really yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, Ma- Maple is a good one. Peach, I, 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 I don't I know about like Maple. Okay. But my, my, here's my point. I, I liked being from a small town. One of my favorite things to do is when I go back to visit my mom and dad. I go. To, it's called Dings Honk and Holler, in Clarinda. Dings. Yeah, it's a drive-through yeah. liquor store. But what I often find when I go there is they have some of the greatest selection of whiskeys because the people in Clorinda don't realize what they're sitting on. They just want their Jack Daniels and their crown and their their black black velvet. Probably want their black velvet. Yeah, Yeah. and they, like, you can get, like, a super rare bottle of bourbon there that the distributor just drops off, but nobody will buy it for months because they don't know what it is. So I was hoping that this... The distributor would smarten up. Well, I was hoping that this place here well, in Rockwell City it. would have, like, some, you know, because I heard about the Peach Crown Royal. And I was hoping that they would have some really cool stuff, and they didn't. Anyways, Roscoe's there was not happy with the craft beer selection. It was not a pretty sight. I see the guy uh, be subtle about it, but in the, in, the, in the bar, the back of the bar there with the uh, Iowa black shirt. Oh, yeah. I mean, look. <laughs> that guy's a bear trap. Yeah. He... Uh, I mean, he looks like he could do some. Yeah, damage. you got to chew off your own foot to get away from that dude. Yeah, well, he, uh, he, 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 he and another guy hatched a plan because th- this place tonight has been really drunk. I don't mean now. I mean just all day. The party, oh. the RBTV party, started. This early place has afternoon. been really hammered. And this place, I mean, they've hit yeah. it hard here. And it's been a big party, and yeah. we want it to be a party. 
But this guy, that guy, and another guy, they they had a they hatched a plan. To, they were talking about pantsing Ed live on what? the newscast. Yes. Pants- hey, so what did? And what if they the had done lady, that, did you talk about like the junior high school bus stop thing? Yeah, yeah but that would have pulling his pants th- down. It's hard to upset Ed. That would have done it. But no, did you hear what happened the, during Ed's really deal bad. at ten tonight? Were you watching it? No, I was. I, I, yeah, I was yeah, riding. where the woman came out there and was talking to him. Yeah, she had my name written. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I was standing there. Yeah, written. See, like Chris Williams is eerie. He hates the Cyclones. Yeah. So. This was on our news. Yeah, Wait, live what? at ten. So, and 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 Sears was telling me that there's like a contingent of Cyclone fans out there that are convinced that you are like a spy. You're like a double agent. Pretty much. That you're a double agent. But here's, is, yeah. that, is that true? There's people that think that. I, I think probably there's some. But you don't know. Because I've, Sears seemed positive. Well, so here's what I think happened with this lady. So Sipker, being the d- that he is grabs this woman and he's like and he's like oh i know where williams is and he brings her right to me <laughs> yeah, and i'm did just do that. i'm so going to go out on a that limb that is such a sipker move yeah. right there i was having a nice quiet night in here with scott edwards and ross and it was super chill because everybody was out at the news there was like yeah. six of us here at the bar really chill you wouldn't know that now sipker brings this woman in and i'm can I, I don't know if I should say this or not, but I just will. It's it's it's, it's after dark. Okay. Okay. Maybe you shouldn't have said <laughs> that. Maybe you shouldn't yeah, have said that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she had had some. There's something going she on. She was there. At, at the very least, she was drunk is, off her ass. Yes. This is what happened. Th- there, this place. I mean, not. I don't mean this building in particular. I mean that whole live shot scene. That was. As were you nervous? Yes. Yeah. A lady came out and grabbed me and somebody. It turned out to be harmless. But that was that was a drug scene. This is why we stopped doing uh, that. Is why we stopped doing live newscasts at the State Fair at 10 p.m. Oh, yeah. You can't so, do it. But this lady, she. But they're she, normally okay on this. So Sipker brings her in, introduces her to me, and she goes, do you know so-and-so? And I was like, no, I've never heard of him. She goes, that's my brother. She goes, he tells me that you hate the Cyclones. It's a weird thing to say to you. And I go, let me ask you something. Where does your brother live? She goes, Altoona. I go, is he a Hawkeye fan? She goes, yep. Her brother dared her to go on the news and tell everybody that I hate the Cyclones. Is this a great country or what? And she did it. And she made it. And she the, won the dare. Yeah. She did. Well, overall, Rockwell City, the setup here today, you saw it. For RVTV, the town square. Yeah. Man, they did it upright. Yeah, they did a good job. But there, there, but that there, lady. There were some people over here <laughs> getting hammered. I don't feel like this is like <laughs> drunk stop that we've ever had on RBTV though. I mean not even close. Humble there hum- it'll, it'll push I, I, it. I don't I mean we've been Humble's some drunker stops than this. Humble four years ago. Yeah. I was not there for that, but <laughs> I, I heard about it. They that. ran out of beer at the naughty pine. And there was so much profanity during the weather cast that Ed who Yeah never gets upset <laughs> went to his truck and would not come out. 
and I, I went in there and I said, Ed, Ed, Ed man, come on. We, 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 we don't want to tend like this. We want to have some fun. What do you want to do? He said, well, I want to hang out with the guys, but I, I just can't be around. I just can't be around people right now. Basically, he turned into, like, Andy for a night. <laughs> he said, I can't, I can't be around people right now. So I said, well, if we find some other place, would you go? And he said, yes. So I went inside, and I told, <laughs> See, that's the difference. I, I would have said no. I, you would not have found another spot yeah, for me. I, I, told, I went inside, told Chris. Chris talked to a guy, got him to open up his barbecue place in Dakota City, which is nearby Humboldt. We had a great time. And we had a fantastic that time. Was we just all went there. One of my favorite memories from this whole deal. Ed had one of the best times yeah. of his life on RVTV that night. So, but anyways, this lady was tricked by her brother, who knew she was hammered, to go on live television and declare to the world that I'm a closet Hawkeye fan. Did did It didn't air, though, right? No, it aired. It my went wife, out over the air? Yeah. My wife texted me about it. But... And that's what Sears is talking about. He said yeah. that that's, there's, there's so this there, contingent of yeah. people that think that about you. There are. Like, I, I had this deal where... They I, knew you grew up a Hawkeye fan. Because I'm very open about it, yeah. because I don't see any point in not being. you got to be honest with people. Absolutely. But what's there, the point? I, I feel like, I don't know if it's 50-50. It's probably not. It's probably more like 70-30. But, like, there's a portion of them that I feel like I can't ever... I'm either too big of a homer or I'm totally against Iowa State. You know what I mean? Like I don't feel like you're – you don't strike me as a homer. Well, thank you. Not, I, not I try, I not try not to be. No, I think, you're, I think you're fair. I'm sure there's times there's some people at Iowa State that don't like it. Oh, no. Because they're in that bubble where they all tell each other how great everything is. That's yes. just, and that's not just Iowa State. That's any place. Absolutely. Every university has that bubble. Take it to its extremes, that's how you yeah. get bad things well, happening. But this is not a bad thing. It's just everybody lives in that bubble where, I mean, there are a lot of people at Iowa State who are convinced that generally the media is against Iowa State and for Iowa. Yes. And that's a very real feeling up there. I mean, there are real people that are smart people well, that think that. We had a guy call into our show tonight. It was after you were on with us, Andy. And he was pissed. His name was Steve, and I don't remember where he was. Ross is listening. Uh, talk about Steve who called into the show tonight. Steve was pissed because he thought we had shortchanged Iowa State by saying they had a ways to go to equal Iowa as a football program. Well, of course they do. That's not even debatable. <laughs> I know, but this guy, here, this well, was and, his and point, if you're though. trying to debate with somebody that thinks that, well, that's you're what never I said. going to get anywhere it, in that debate. And, and what I said was this is a person where facts don't matter. And, and he, he used sure. one he used one one statistic and it's and it's right like the rivalry game over the last twenty years or the last twenty one years is eleven to ten Iowa very even yep but you can't use that single statistic as a whole to judge football programs over over the course of twenty years you just can't and, and you can't so, pick a twenty one as a random number so, you could just as easily pick okay I'm gonna five. I'm gonna survey the last four years yeah, oh I was up. I was but, and, 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 and the Hawkeye fans will get all angry with you if you pick twenty years as your as your your, your sample but size my greater point is so I I said that on the air I go you can't you can't just do that you you have to focus on mo- like the macro you can't just do micro on yeah, something like yeah. this and I went on and I thought it was a good detailed answer and you know and then the Twitter is blown up and 
the majority of people I thought I think thought it was a rational take, but then there's just that bubble that think that oh, you're yeah. you know, all of a sudden I'm like Hawkeye Chris and it's just it's just ridiculous. We had a guy today it's ridiculous uh, on, on the Murph and Andy show, a cyclone fan, who was angry that when we talked about nine eleven and the game being rescheduled for Thanksgiving, he was upset that we didn't point out that the Cyclones won that game because we are so Hawkeye Homer, yeah. we couldn't bring ourselves to mention that Iowa State won the game. I'm talking about 9-11. Yeah. Which is, and, and, you to know, point we, out, we, in we've, case you didn't realize, was the day of the show. But like right. you were trying to but, honor the. And, and, but how many times have we talked about that game already? We've talked about that game a million times. I, I, of course, we have acknowledged ad nauseum that Iowa State won that game. Everybody knows Iowa State won that game. What do you think we're trying to bury the truth? I just, like we, we think that if we don't bring it up, that somehow it goes away. <laughs> yeah, hey, uh, people forget. And they'll, they'll, they'll start to think that Iowa won the game. Hey, can one of you guys go tell Sifker to get me a bush? Thank you, Freund. He owes me. So Sipker walks into this bar, and it's cash only. Uh, and yeah. Sipker doesn't have any cash, and I did. So I gave Sipker all of my cash. I gave him, like, it was like 20-some dollars, okay? Yeah, that much. So you bought, like, a round for the house? Sipker says to me, he goes, I'm going to buy us a bunch of beers, and then we can just nurse them from here on out. I go, okay, that sounds what, fine. What time was this? He was... This was like an hour and a half ago. Why Guess would you buy beer? a bunch of beers at once? Yeah, what do you want them to get one? I don't, I don't know, but I got one of them. All right. <laughs> got one of the bunch? Sipker robbed me. Not only did he bring the <laughs> me, he robbed me. You and Sipker really don't like each other. I mean, it's, it's legit. <sighs> it's not, like, personal. It's just we are so different in so many ways. <laughs> And, like, there's so many things he does, and I'm just like, dude, quit over-the-top promoting yourself. And, you know, we had the whole rivalry during acting school back at Iowa State. Because you beat him for a part, and he hasn't yeah. gotten over it. Yeah. yeah. And then, and like... now you're a multimedia star. Yeah, I was smoking hot wife. Um, and it's like, we just butt heads. It's not that we dislike each other. We just butt heads. Yeah. That's all it is. Uh, you know... The, the, the topic of unfairness and, you know, the way the fans react, the person who I think gets it the worst, uh, that I think is the most unfair, I think it's John Sears. I mean, there is a segment of Cyclone fans that will not give him a chance. Don't give him the benefit of the doubt. Some hate him. I mean, I... We, oh, yeah. It, it, it's nonstop. And I... Man, I'll Andy, never... I, I, we've known him a long, long time. Never, I've never heard John say a disparaging word about the Cyclones in any way. It's always fair. He's more than fair in his coverage. He's equally critical of Iowa. Terrible dancer. Um, bad dancer. No, he's a good dancer. I think he's okay. Um, but the the uh, we, 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 we tell everybody went to Iowa. Yeah, there's a good chance if you're working in the state of Iowa in the media you went to Iowa, Iowa State. Yeah, absolutely. You went to Iowa. There's a much better chance than anything else because of enrollment. It's pretty simple. I mean, Andy here went to Drake. Nobody gives him a hard time about that. And the no, but it's a convenient thing to fall back on. The Cyhawk deal has people do want so yeah. dense. Oh, I mean, gonna, it, it bleeds into everything. It's getting worse because it's getting more even. Yeah. I mean, it, there's there's no doubt that the, 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 the state the state still, still tilts. 
toward the Hawkeyes quite heavily. But it's not 60-40 anymore. No, and it's like if you look at the enrollment numbers and the alumni numbers in the state and stuff, like there's more Iowa State alumni living in the state now than Iowa. And that whole it, deal is it, just – It seems – it, it seems like there are more Iowans that go to Iowa State than yeah. Iowans oh, yeah. that go to the Chicago. Iowa. Oh yeah, there's somebody from Chicago that go to that go to Iowa. Uh, University of Iowa is Bears country, <laughs> dude. <laughs> probably is. I, I think I've told this yeah. story before, but I had, I had a friend who wanted to start a bar in Iowa City. He was in Iowa, it went to Iowa. He wanted to start a bar in Iowa City, and the only way you could get into the bar is if you weren't from Illinois. <laughs> Man, I'm t- people people from other states. They hate him. Hate people from Illinois. Yeah. I mean, up, up in Wisconsin where my oh. parents live. Because that's all they talk about is they, the fact that they're from Illinois. Uh, they call them fibs. Oh. F in Illinois. <laughs> they do. They call them that there. They hate them in St. Louis. Is, is they, it just Chicago area? It's, or? it's just Chicago. Chicago. Yeah, it's just okay. Chicago. But it, they they hate people from Chicago. And, and part of the problem is, is that in vacation areas like whether it's Door County, Wisconsin, the Northwoods, Wisconsin, or the Hayward, Hayward area, or northern Minnesota. So many, I mean, Chicago is such a big city, has so much money in it. Uh, those guys have vacation homes in all those places. They go up there, they take their snowmobiles and boats yeah, and jet yeah. skis and their toys. They tear all over the place. They own a lot of the land up there. They're pretty good stewards of the land, actually. I mean, they really are. Um, but people get jealous of them you know because they have all these toys and yeah. all these nice stuff and they'll come up they'll drive and they oh, drive up the tax rates you know what's the alternative to that well for you to have a really <laughs> piece of land and, <clears throat> and you know not to be worth anything and your land value didn't go up but they get so upset with them about that but i mean people will see and like illinois place people that live up in door county that have homes up in Door County by my parents uh, that are from Illinois, one of the first things they do is they buy a car up there and get Wisconsin plates. And they drive that around wow. so they don't have to drive around with their Illinois plates. That's crazy. Yeah, we, they don't want people knowing that they're from that is Illinois. Crazy. Not, I mean, they don't hide I, it. I but. get it, though, because I've rarely met somebody from Illinois I like. <laughs> Honestly. I'm just being honest. Well, they... They, you know, the, Chicago, the, the the big city is just a whole lot different yeah. than rural America. I mean, it's it just whether it it's you know so Northwoods rural, we're whether it's Iowa right rural, whether it's Southern Missouri rural. I mean, they, they they just they're really really different people. So, I mean, they tend to be much more educated, and they're you know they have more money. Their pinkies are they, in they the call, air. They call yeah, yeah elitist, and what the point is they. They worked hard. They earned this stuff. Yeah. They they do they earn this stuff fair and square. But they man they hate they hate on them. Did you think that this podcast was going to stop that woman from coming over here and just getting in the middle? Where was that? Hey Ed. Thank you Ed. Hey Ed. Hey, Ed, why don't you join us, man? You want to join us on After Dark? Yeah. Yeah. Here, Andy, you thanks for this. stopping. No. We'll talk to you tomorrow night at Humboldt. I need a I need a bush light, somebody. Where where did Freud go? Freud was supposed to bring me one. What do you need? We're hoping for a uh, refreshing bush. Hey, Andy. Andy, bush. can I can I give you some money? Bush some light beer? after dark. You're going to go? Oh, okay. <laughs> Fair R- enough. Ross Peterson's on deck, everybody. Stay tuned. I, you know, Ross Peterson is a guy that I like more every every year of my life. 
he should try talking to him for three hours every day. Oh God bless God. your heart. Yeah. He, he's just he's just off tilt enough <laughs> to always entertain me. He's great. Got, yeah. Well, he's great. He's kind he's kind of like uh, Freud to the rescue. God bless. Did you oh, get that from Sipker? I want that uh, okay. Natterday. Can I have the Natterday? Thank you. You're not drinking Natterday on the Bushlight After Dark podcast. Oh, yeah, you're right. I better stick to Bushlight. Oh, thank you, buddy. Oh, is this? Appreciate oh, yeah, it. That's, God bless you. All right, heart. I'll stick with Bushlight. It's like it's Bushlight Angel just came down. Popped one into my hand. <laughs> Ed Wilson joins us now. Hi, Ed. Hello, guys. Hey, Ed, I've been dying to hear it for a year. After Dark. RVTV after dark. Ed is the hat keeping you in disguise here. After dark. Yeah, it really is. It's worked really well. Yeah, it's making you anonymous. They thought I was Curtis Gertz. Twice. <laughs> really? Two times, yeah. Uh, wow, that's uh, that's interesting. I would not have expected that. Well, he wears a lot of hats, so I think that's why. You know, I don't know. You, you wear a lot of hats. I do, I, do, I do wear my Ed, catch us up and uh, give us a three-minute summary of RVTV so far. What do you think? Well, I'll tell you, I think that uh, I'm glad to come away with my life from Polk City just because of the rotten weather. I'm so thankful that it wasn't, you know, it didn't, it didn't crush them. They came back and it like like Superman champions, and uh, so that that was awesome. Uh, in the in the and, and I'll tell you, the Drive 35 that band they they if you, if you if you folks want to know how to do RVTV. I know a lot of communities are trying to, you know, do it next year. I think you, you ought to go to, like, a Polk City, an Albia. Find these people that have done it before. It's a black. It's, yeah, it's a good time, isn't it? But it's also a huge commitment, and there's a process. <laughs> as a coach here in Iowa State would say. Yeah. It's a process. There, there's a reason the bar is always that's, full of the organizers that's not, afterwards. Right. Hey, that's not a coach. That's the coach. The coach. All right. I know. Get it right. I got it. But it was... So that that was the first, you know, little hiccup. But but Polk City, we're going to go back there, right? If they want us to come back, uh, if we're still doing this and we're upright, you keep saying that. You guys got to give my town of Bondurant another shot. They got rained out that one time. That's they right. Still, they, we still had a good time and, and reclaimed rails. That okay. was when Sipker and I were dancing with the 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 mascot doll. Remember, we were humping it at like one o'clock in the morning at reclaimed rails. <laughs> Oh yes, yeah. When you, when you guys were trying to one up each other, media. yeah, it was a bad situation. I'm not proud of it. That was a lot of logger ride in one night, though. You looked better than Sipper. <laughs> Who doesn't? Yeah. Here's the thing, though, Ed. My my wife Jenny, she uh, she makes more money than I do, and we the, the kids we've saved for the college oh yeah i know yeah. i'm starting to work on that exit strategy but it you could come out here and do rv tv and i'll watch i, I that's what we got to get a side hustle going that's the deal kind of like chris does you know <laughs> yeah chris has bush like light. six side hustles look at that. i've got i've got 2500 bush lights right in front of me right now did you talk about the bush light bus that we got to do a bush light bus yeah that's a great idea ed came up with this this is a really good idea, and I'm actually going to take it to the guys at Bush. We need to do a Cyclone Fanatic Bush Light tailgate bus. Uh, you can get Bush this Light to an, do that by the end of the week. This is a no-brainer, and that this is a really good idea because you guys had a four-wheeler, right? Right, right. Yeah, we yeah. had the four-wheeler, the Bush Light four-wheeler, which is amazing. 
but it was three inches too long to fit into the toy hauler. I know you've heard that before. <laughs> That's what she said. Uh-huh. Uh, so, but it was, <laughs> it killed us because this week we could have used it the day after and today like crazy. It would have been awesome. But, but this thing is top notch. It is so cool. We got, we got, yeah. yeah, we're, we're doing a podcast. I met this guy earlier. He's good. He's good people. He's good oh, people. Okay. He's right. good people. Yeah, he's always, good people. It makes me a little edgy when somebody walks up like, they can't recognize the headsets. He, just, he just looked over Murph like he was looking at his text messages. Uh, or something. He, but he has a VIP. Like he was. He, he has was. a VIP bracelet on. He has a VIP bracelet. Uh, what is that? What's the VIP bracelet get you? Very important person. Oh, nice. What's that do? What is that VIP bracelet? Uh, uh, sign language. I, it doesn't work for a podcast. Uh, it's currently twelve seventeen here at. Oh, you get to buy wine and, and yeah. It went after dark Lynch's. and alcohol Lynch's. Yeah. here on the uh, RVTV tour, the Bush Light After Dark podcast. After dark. <laughs> no, but Ed came up with that idea, and I'm, I'm totally pitching it to the guys. It's a good one. We're totally going to do this. We should. That, you know what? And you could set up your own podcast pod inside of the Bush Light bus. Yeah. And you get you definitely get that uh, Function House Hospitality Group. They provided that uh, the Bushmobile. Oh, yeah, right, right. You get the that. You get the, amazing. You get that as part of it. Yeah, you know, it's three inches too long. Yeah, and it goes. This thing goes sixty miles an hour. Yeah. So when you if you buckle the belt buckle on this thing, it'll go sixty miles an hour. Right. If you don't buckle it, it goes eleven miles per hour. Like, I don't understand. Like, it's, like so the as belt a, buckle's going to save you between 11 and 60. So the belt buckle's basically a governor. I guess no, so. Yeah, not yeah. having the belt buckle. Not having the belt buckle is a governor, governor that, holds, that holds that down. And it's not like, you know, Kim Reynolds. We're talking a governor yeah. for an engine. Am I using the wrong term? Or no, 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 it's a governor. You're right. Yeah, it's a governor. Okay. So, so it, it actually, you know, makes it not go as fast. We have, uh, again, the, the amazing... The amazing thing with this thing, if it goes 60 miles an hour, I was arrested on a golf cart out at the Iowa State Fair years ago. While working? Well, yes. After I was done. I, I was done working, but it was during the fair. But you, you, at the time, what, what, you, what decades? Is this 90s? Uh, no. It was 89. I think it was 89. Oh, all the way back to the 80s? Yeah. All 89. right. So uh, a couple of things about that. It's 30 years ago. Right. And by the way, tomorrow is my 31st anniversary at WHO. Oh, hey. Congratulations. Tomorrow is? Yeah. 31 crazy years. That's like 13 the other way around. I know. So a a couple of things have happened here, Ed. Number one, uh, number one, attitudes about uh, drinking and driving have changed drastically in 30 years. Right. But like back then, when you're on a golf cart, like going around the fairgrounds, that kind of thing. Or a bike. Uh, it, the, the, the thought, you didn't worry about stuff you could, like that. Well, even, even then, you can't have a bicycle on the fairgrounds. I mean, they run that as tight as you can imagine. I mean, you, you know, yeah, with the, yeah. with the state, state patrol who's patrolling. And you want to make sure everybody's safe. I get that. So, this was the last Friday of the or No, I was, uh, then I was working weekends. So I think it was the last night of the fair, Sunday night. Wow. And so we were going up to the top of the hill where the where the old barn is, and we were running back down because we were so hot and sweaty. We were in this we were in this uh, battery operated golf cart from WHO Radio, and we're running down the hill just to cool off. Bob Quinn was with me. 
Jody Chapman, who also worked at WHO that time. And so we're going down, and Bob lost his hat. We'd gone down about three times and passed the bud tent. So Bob lost his hat. I turned around to get the hat, and these five highway patrolmen jumped out in front of me and pulled the keys out of the cart and said, we can't let you drive. We're going to make you uh, take a breathalyzer. And I said, what? <laughs> and they go, no, we know you've been drinking. You're drunk. I'm sure you're drunk, blah, 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 blah. I said, no, we're hot. We're just trying to cool off. And uh, so we get down there. Long story short, they couldn't. I, they brought three breathalyzers over, and I passed all of them. And then they said, well, we're going to get you for reckless driving. Oh. So, so they, they were me, just teeing they, off. On they them. put me in handcuffs and they took me down to the to for the reckless driving. Yeah, correct. Because that's the Grand Avenue. The Grand Concourse is Grand Avenue. So I had to go down to the to the jail cell that they have there, Jeez. which is a cage with a drain in the middle of the floor. And so you know what that's for? In. Yeah, pee or puke or whatever else you're doing. I mean, it's it's, it's pretty. Uh, amazing. You get diarrhea in there. <laughs> Yes, you can. Oh, so and th- there's th- no toilet there. That's what I'm saying. There's yeah. nothing there. And th- so. this became like a uh, a big. This is 30 years ago, Ed Wilson. I had was, to go to court, but it was still probably a, uh, like a big public, right. you know, hey, did you hear right. type story, right? Well, and right, exactly. And so Mark Pennington is our lawyer. I had to go to him, and I, you know, I was young and single. I didn't know what to do, so I went to him, and he said, "Well, we got to go to court. We got to fight this thing." But he said. Trust me, you're okay. I'll take care of you. And I was scared to death. We go to court, and they brought in those same five highway patrolmen in full uniform. They five? Said that, yeah. They said I was going 50 miles an hour. That at one time I was, that I was on two wheels, and the people in the bud tent were jumping out of my way to like get out of my way, or they'd be hurt. And. Mark Pennington, my lawyer, got up and he started yelling at, the, at, at these guys and at the saying, hey, did, did, did Ed Wilson rain on your parade? Did you, like, have parade duty one day as a p- patrolman? And it got, are you mad at him about something else? Because this can't happen. And so the judge came back. She said, you know what? I'm a golfer, and I, I like to ride in golf carts. I've never seen one little go 50 miles an hour not guilty. So she, they let me go. So that has all been wiped off? It never happened. Yeah, like, never happened. Because that guy was not guilty. That that's so interesting to me because that's that's one of those. Well, I guess at this point it's grown into almost an urban legend of, of some kind. It, I'm, well, I mean, Chris, I'm I'm I'm. It, are you parched? The, no, these are just these are tough circumstances for me. I get like some of did, some of the people wandering up make, make did me. Did you nervous. see that priest over there? Yes. There, it's God 12, bless him. It's well, and I, think he, I don't think he's a. Somebody told me he's a pastor. I don't think. Why he, is he wearing the? I don't know. He has white the collar. Thing his he's neck. got the collar. Yeah, he's got the white collar. That's what priests wear. I know, but well, sometimes ecumenical, blah blah blah, whatever. But I don't want to get religious. But here. the, the, but the uh, it's an interesting but, thing that we're watching right now. But like when, yeah, when somebody like gets right on top, like this guy. Yeah. Yeah. The guy right here. Yeah. <laughs> What's he showing you on his phone? What is this guy that, showing you on uh, his phone? That, that, that's me. Yeah, okay. Well, yeah, it, 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 uh, it's, it's uncomfortable a, when I don't know what's going on. But, yes, I, I got it now. Hey, Ross, get him out of here. Oh, yeah, you look very friendly and happy there. Yeah, no, that's good. You, we were just talking about Ross. Smiling. Okay, yeah, I didn't know where I, that was going. We're doing, 
and Ross, Ross is like just he's a good to guy. Run. You're a good guy. All right, yeah, yeah. thank you, brother. This guy's a he's the bomb. You're you're, you're a good guy. Yes, I, I was out. nervous. I didn't know what was going on. I hung out with that guy. So earlier. you guys seem relaxed. I'm always thinking, what's well, the worst possible thing here? Well, is this guy going to detonate something? I've literally had that hanging on me all night. That guy? No, that gal who interrupted your weather so with my Chris name. Williams. On had the, on a sticky note. What the, the hell the, happened? The woman who just up. came by, that's who you're talking no, about? No, no, she's oh, a no, sweetheart. No, no, no. She's my yeah. friend. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah I love no, her. This she's girl, super nice. There's a lot going on here. Okay, yeah. so you tell your side of the story of the <laughs> that came up to you. Alleged. During... <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> I don't think she's... I don't know anything. What do I know? I'm just a weather guy. So, I'm doing live weather. And just be, as we're getting on the air, she runs up to me, and she has a lime green sticky note that has your name on it. And written in cursive. You know, who writes in cursive anymore? I Nobody mean, writes like, yeah, in right, cursive. Right, yeah. We so, type. Yeah, maybe, maybe my age and older. But So Chris Williams is written in cursive on this lime post-it note. And I go, oh, Chris Williams. Chris Williams. <laughs> Keith has a picture of her. And so it's on I'm social on media. Oh, good, good. Everybody's so, sharing it. Oh, yeah. my. So she says, she, I said, oh, Chris Williams. I said, he's my man. He, we're over here in the RVTV. In fact, we're going to be doing, you know, Cyclone Fanatic. We're going yeah. to do all this stuff. And she goes, he hates the Cyclones. <laughs> and I said, well, no, no, I'm sorry, you're wrong. This is this is Chris Williams. He loves the cyclone, and she has on all cyclone garb. I mean, she yeah. is from head to toe in in cyclone garb. And I said, no, 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 you don't understand. This is Chris. He loves. No, he doesn't. He hates. He loves <laughs> the Hawks. He loves the Hawks. <laughs> and I said. Well, then this is a different person. It can't be my Chris Williams, but this is not the guy. And she says, well, my brother told me to say that. I so, said, yeah. okay. And just to be clear, yeah. this is live on the air. Live on the air. Yeah. Yeah. So we, we later found out, Ed, you haven't, you haven't gotten this development yet. Because our, our dear friend Scott Sifker grabbed her. I heard that he brought her over. And okay. brought her straight to me. <laughs> And she starts asking me. She's like, oh, yeah, you know my brother, right? And I'm like, I, no. And she's telling me, like, where her brother works, and he lives in Altoona. And she goes, oh, yeah. He dared me to – he told me to go on TV and say that you hate the Haw- – that you're a Hawkeye fan, that you hate the Cyclones. I go, is your brother by chance an Iowa fan? She goes, oh, yeah, huge Hawk fan. Boom. Her, her brother – Knew she was in a state where she probably shouldn't be on television. Right. And convinced her to go on the air and do that. So the, <laughs> the firemen from, from Rockwell City were watching all of this. Can I say where she works here in Rockwell City? Should I not probably say that? I don't know. You probably shouldn't say where she works. Right. Okay. I've already declared enough. Right. It, it is the After Dark podcast. <laughs> After Dark. After Dark. After dark. After dark. So she, anyway, so they knew that who she was, and they said, oh, uh, you know, she's she's okay. She's just having a good time. But she uh, was totally punked by her brother. Yeah. Because that was, this. I'm sure, the sticky note from her brother. I'm sure her brother was yeah. just dying in Altoona. Yeah. 
totally. I mean, punk. he was just. So, what it. was her reaction when she found out everything? Um, she was. I'll do one of these. Yeah, I'll do another bush light. Thank you. Yeah, bush light. we Appreciate love bush light. God bless you. Thank you. I, I think you see that. Stay on brand there. So she she approaches me. She was way too under the influence to have a conversation with. Yeah. But I think that I think she, from what Scott told me, Scott Sipker told me that I think she was really embarrassed when she found out that you were here. Hey, that you were even Thank here. You. Yeah. That and then she found out that it was. Well, all, my, I mean, I think she felt bad. My phone blew up. <laughs> from your wife. Yeah, my wife's like, she. So Ashley had just texted me. She goes, "Are you going to be on TV at all?" And I go, "No, I'm just hanging out here." But you were, by the way. Well, you didn't know you were going to be on TV. Yeah, I didn't know that. But it worked out great. I'm glad you were. But she yeah. says, and I, and she goes, well, some really drunk woman just mentioned your name on camera. <laughs> and I was How like, How many times what? have you heard that? <laughs> what? I said to Ashley, I go, what? <laughs> because if we, I had a dollar if I, if I had a, for every time. You wouldn't have to be on the air anymore. Yeah. Well, because we were, it was me and Ross and Scott, and there was like five people in this bar during the live broadcast because everybody was out during the broadcast. We had no idea. We didn't even know you were on the air at that point. Thanks. No offense, I but we weren't. It. No, that's great. My wife says the same thing about me. Angela says, oh, what time is it? Should I not call you at 10.15? My wife never w- listens to my radio show. I think that's a good Ever. thing. Ever. To a certain degree, I think that's a good thing. Yeah, no, I don't want her listening because it's just going to cause problems. But also, problem. you know what? She knows where I am. Yeah. You know. If, you, if you're if wondering, just turn it on. Right. RVTV, After Dark. After uh, Dark. 20 after questions dark. about RVTV, Chris. Go. Um, worst moment. Worst moment. Um... Uh, I know what it was if, it, for Mr. Ed. Tonight? No, no. All time. You talking of all time? time. Yeah, Humboldt. Was because it Humboldt? Rockwell City's Thank been you, great. man. Thank Humboldt. you very much. You know what? And Humboldt, we're coming We're coming to your city. Come in to, to your, your city. But it was another weather-related issue up at Humboldt where we had a ton of rain. It was yep. it like three, four years ago. And we had a lot of rain, and we pushed everybody into a bar, and everybody had been drinking all day, having a great time. And that's great. That's what RVTV, you got to have a good time and have a, you know, yeah, it's a party. It's, it's RVTV, not douchebag TV. Right, exactly. It's not like, oh, you know, sit at home and play video games TV. This is, you know, come out and have a good time. So We, we want it to be a big party. We had... Uh, we had an issue with the rain, and so we get everybody inside, and it was strong thunderstorms again. In fact, ever since I've been on RVTV, we've had like a weather we've issue. We've had more severe weather than all the other it, years It's because of the global warming. Climate change. Yep. That's what I call it. Yeah, whatever. Climate change. It's changing. RVTV after dark needs more political <laughs> takes. Climate change. That's not political. That's not political. science. That's science. Yeah. That's science. I'm not You're being right. political. You can't no, fight it. Right. That, you can't science. fight it. It's, yeah. Yeah. it's climate change yeah, after but, dark. We have 20 after dark questions before we bring anyway, in Mark so Floyd. Yeah. Sorry. And yeah, John so we, we got to bring in Ross to talk about dick balls. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Richard. Richard. <laughs> there was a guy who knocked on the on the <laughs> RV, and we have to have Ross to tell this story. It's but a, his, and a really nice guy. Yeah, but it, his, his name was Dick Balls. No, Richard. 
Richard Balls. Okay, you're going to talk about it later. So, right, okay, right. so talking about this particular moment. So a guy gets, a guy is really drunk. He happens to be a Cyclone fan. And I'm on the air trying to do weather up in Humboldt. And we're inside of a bar because it's raining. Everybody's pushing there. They're drinking like crazy. And so it kind of got to be like, uh, you know, the cork, the, the cork was going to blow because there was way too much pressure behind it. This guy blows up and he jumps in my face and goes, F the hawks. <laughs> Live. I mean, just blows up. Oh, Did not no. say F, though. No. No. Said so, the whole thing. The real deal. Right. Uh, the duck, the fox. All right, whatever. Hawks. <laughs> So, so we, so we get, I don't even think that get, worked out, but I like it. So we get in, and I, I was really at that point, I pushed over the edge because, A, I was worried about the weather. I didn't want it, people to be, you know, upset about the weather. I go back, <laughs> I go yeah. back to my truck, and I love my wife. Angela is the bomb. She's the best. She packs for me every time. So we, uh, one of the, one of the traditions is Twizzlers and, and vodka. And then tons of cookies, and you know what? And, and clean clothes. Stuff that we need. Right. Yeah. Basically, yeah. a suitcase of death. Well, yeah. I'm an only <laughs> child. I've turned into a complete invalid. If I can't have my wife packing for me, I don't know what to do. So I get out of my truck and I'm hacked up about it. And I pick up the vodka and I'm starting to drink. <laughs> drink. But, it's, and, and it's a handle. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's he's, a leader. Yeah. It's like it's a leader with a handle. It's like he's doing a, yeah. a, a one arm curl with a exactly. with vodka. No, it turned into Oktoberfest with vodka. This is that night we ended up in that haunted barbecue joint, right? Oh no. Yes. That yeah. That was yeah. the night. But it was that haunted. was the best. Oh, we had an amazing time. Oh. That, it was that's my favorite RVTV memory. Well, and I went into the, I went into the RV t- and locked myself in there. Came back out to my truck. Keith comes over to me and he knows that I've like gone over the edge. And he goes, uh, he goes, "Are you okay?" And I said, "No, no, I'm not. I'm really hungry. I'm hangry. I'm at to the point, you know, where I'm drinking a vodka, you know, out of a jug with a handle." And he goes, well, "What do we can do?" And I said, "You know what? Just find me something to, to eat." And so then he comes to you, yeah. Chris. <laughs> And he goes, I think we can get Ed out here, which is so Keith, because if you, he, he goes, okay, 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 listen, listen, I think we can get Ed out of his truck. I think we can get him away from the vodka. If you can just find us a place for Ed to eat, if you can, get, if you, if you can do that, I think we're going to be okay. And so then you go, no problem. I got you. Found our guy. We went to Dakota City. Found the haunted yeah. barbecue joint. Or one of the one of the great one of the great nights of RVTV there at uh, the Dakota City Barbecue. Uh, what was it? Vinny's. 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 Yeah. Vinny's. And we had selfie sticks, that, which was kind of a big thing back, yeah, back then. Four years ago. God, how old are we? We were cutting edge. Jeez. <laughs> we had Gabe. Gabe was with us back then. Yeah. We that was black. with Hawkeye Nation. Yeah. Gabe. Oh, Gabe. Gabe. Yeah. That was back before. After dark. After dark. After dark. All right, question. That was one. All right, we got 19 more to go, and then we got to get Freund and Sears in Keith, we've already gone 55 minutes. So let's go. That was one question. 19 more. Go. Uh, Drunkest stop. Well, for me, not, it was probably that night. Not but for you, just in general. Like, oh, like the town, town that got the yeah, drunkest? Town well, Humboldt, they drank out of, we drank them out of beer. Yeah. They, they drank themselves out of beer. It, it probably is Humboldt. Uh, generally, but I would say one specific one block area, it's definitely Rockwell City. <laughs> Dude, Rockwell City's crazy. Oh my gosh. 
they they've got like these the, people are awesome. They've they got are the mo- so much they've fun. They've got the the best, most Ed- organized presentation, and then the drunkest <laughs> bar, which is Lynch's. We're in it, right? And they're and so nice here. And Tere- is it Teresa? The uh, no. Yeah, Tere- uh, the uh, the organizer. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's on she, top of it. That's okay. So let me just give you the the the. the if, if you're going to do this, if you want to have this RBTV in your town, you need a bulldog. Guy, girl, whatever. But you need somebody that's going to go in there and say, this needs to be done, this needs to be done, boom, 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 boom. This is going to happen. And that has to be the powerhouse. And she was the powerhouse. Yeah, she's powerhouse. She, uh, and, yeah. and you got to get after it. She yeah, it gets is. after it sometimes. All right, number three. I don't have 20. Okay, I'll, right, give, number, you, I'll give you one. You I'll, go five? I'll just start doing it. So. That's good. Weirdest, weirdest <laughs> moment. And Humboldt has a lot of weird moments. Yeah. So Everything we, comes yeah. back to Humboldt. Jeez. I know. Is this because is we're it? going tomorrow? No. Is it, no, well, no. Hey, hang no. On. Dude, Humboldt's I, an amazing town. I, have I love an, that town. I have an important question. Any chance you release this before we get to Humboldt? Well, the problem is I don't have any internet here. Good. Oh, so we, you're, it's not going to make it until after we're done with Humboldt, right? Well, hopefully I can steal some from one of your cards or something like well, that. Well, the library... We have a key. You can go. You, can you want me to go into the Rockwell City Library at like 2 o'clock in the morning? You do what you have to do. You have a physical we're, key? I, we're, yeah, we're sleeping in the RV tonight. Hi, I'm Chris Williams. I thought I we like all were staying at like the one shack place. There's not enough rooms. I was sta- I, Ross and I were going to stay in the RV. Have you ever seen uh, Psycho? No, I don't watch movies. Okay. <laughs> well, there's five rooms. They're one level. And there's a... There's a guy. Yeah. It's working, the Bates Motel. There's a guy it's, working it's the, the desk Motel. that may or may not. So much have for really loving Rockwell City. Mother. So much for really loving Rockwell City. Now we're I just love did, Rockwell City. Did Andy already go there? Andy's out. Yeah, he's got to be. He asleep. did RVTV after. So dark, now we're down to four rooms. And he left. We're down to four rooms. What's what? Andy, what, Andy, when he's cranky, late at night. Yeah. Ross and, I'll, Ross and I'll just sleep in the back of the truck. Andy, Andy goes from Andy to angry Andy. Well, he was pissed before we even went on the air. Really? Because yeah. I thought he was pretty good today. I thought, he, I mean, seriously, I thought everything was cool. When when he gets really tired, he does not want small I talk. do, too. Yeah, I'm when the same that, way. but he, he gets the whiff of and it's. So let me get just back to the, yeah, the one that thinks Chris Williams, well, he hates the Cyclones. He's terrible. He hates them. And I'm in Cyclone gear right now. I know what I'm talking about. So... Uh, <laughs> So back she to Humboldt. Know who I was? Yeah. <laughs> and, and are you going to finish the Humboldt talk? Are I'm going to try. Are so we, we go back to Humboldt. I want to get Ross on to talk about, about the to talk about dick balls. Yeah. Or we're, we Richard. just go, we just go straight to the waffle stomping. <laughs> yeah. Waffle stomping. That was great. That was an Albia. That that was Albia. <laughs> so, but. We'll go to Humboldt, and this guy keeps coming up to me, and or, I, I, so, let me let me preface that. This person keeps coming up to me and saying... So it's a guy, though. I want to be on TV, and I want to sing. And and I'm going, okay, those are the couple of things that don't go together. Yeah. We're, you know, we're, we're not America's Got Talent, so this, this isn't like... This is, this is the weather. Yeah, it's the weather. And he keeps humming at me all the time trying to get on the air. I want to sing, I want to sing. I've got a special song. This guy has like 25 American flags taped to his body. Uh, short, 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 shorts. Like Daisy Dukes past Daisy getting into the Duke. And oh, so it's up by his balls. And so I'm going, okay, what's Maybe. going on? Yeah. Okay, so I'm going, what's going on? And so I go back into the Chamber of Commerce and I said, you know, this is, 
person out here that keeps you know saying they want to be on it's TV. It's a man. They, you already said guy. Yeah. And they go, oh, is is that person have really does that person have really long hair and really tall? And I said, yeah. And they said, okay, well that it's kind of a special case. Oh, one and of them. And we this person had changed himself from a him to a her oh. at home. Oh. And I'm thinking, okay, you can't make that up. This can't happen. This After is dark. Ed, Ed, of all the anecdotes, <laughs> I, why would you choose this? You asked me about the craziest stuff. It's, I didn't ask a question. Ed went on his own. <laughs> I'm just saying. This Ed's is interviewing himself, <laughs> and this is what he comes up with. <laughs> This is the self-intervention, okay? Oh, so, but my I'm just gosh. saying, that oh was like God. one of those moments you're going to live through uh, the rest of your life and you go, wow, this, this is it. It's gone. All right. All right. Who, uh, wait, are we doing? Uh, is it, this, is it I time for Ross to get back on the air? I wanted to get Ross we, we, on to we talk have about to, dick we balls. We have to get Freud on. We'll get Freud on. But sh- well, here's, here's my question. Oh, we got to get him on right do, away. Do, are we doing two-parter? Or does it just keep going? No, we're just going to keep going, but we need to shorten the segments. Okay, we got to get Freund on right Andy away. Because Andy and Ed both got like 35 minutes apiece. We just got to shorten these things. No, I, I should I should free up a headset then and give it to somebody else. I feel like Ed wants to go. I think I think you need to free up my headset. <laughs> yeah, I think Ed <laughs> wants to go and drink before you interview yourself again. Yeah, you're, you're fine. Ed is. This uh, hey, is sober hey, Ed on after it is. dark. All right. I just don't One know. One of the nicest him. kids. He, yeah. He's yeah. Young Seems and, like and a sweet deal. guy. Works so, hard. Yeah. Works hard, and he gets focused. If he has, if he has a task, look how nice he's being with that lady. He's right going to finish that task. He's going to go to the next one. He is A B C. Like right now, which, he's he's he he's thinking. All right, Murph told me an hour ago. Yeah. I need to be ready to be on after yeah. the dark. So he's just been, uh, after, after dark. the dark. So he's just been standing after the dark. <laughs> so After he, the dark, so behind the been, tree, in front been, of the car. <laughs> <laughs> so I Get love it. Okay, here's the deal. Right. So he's just, been, he's, just, he's just been standing there waiting because he does not want to let anybody down. I think you need to work in. I just, just want to bring Ross on to talk okay, about here, Dick. Here, here's, here's the thing. And, and I'm telling Dick you. Balls. Ed, from you, here know, and, you know I'm right about this. Let's mix it up. Bring Ross and Freund on at the same time. Oh my God! I'll just stand right there and listen to it. I don't want to do that. You're no, gonna no, put no, me in a no, weird spot. Great. No, no, it'll be great. Do we have another headset? All right, here's what we're gonna do. Okay. We don't have another Ed, headset. It, no, we have three. Oh my Lanta! We I, gotta get I, you some good stuff. No, I limited no, no. it because I didn't want Sipker coming on. <laughs> Has he been on yet? <laughs> no, I'm no. trying good to keep sh- him good off. shooting text. I don't want him go. on the podcast. So here's what you're gonna go and hand it to Ross. All right. Ross and Keith are gonna tell. The oh. dick balls story. Yes. And then Keith is going to go get Freund on with Ross, and then we're going to wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see what time that was? Can you do, like, bleep is that one out? 103. <laughs> <laughs> after dark. There's after just so dark. much responsibility with the After Dark podcast these oh. days. After well, dark. And now you have a sponsor. After the F word. <laughs> after the car. After the tree. All right, so uh, Ross, <laughs> one hundred and three. All right, Ross is next. Yes, just real quick. Hey, okay. Ross. But also, you got to bring up. You know what really happens? And this, oh, and this we is forgot the to talk thing. about Brett McIntyre and him being so sensitive. We got. We'll do tomorrow that tomorrow. Night. Yeah. yeah, we'll do so that tomorrow. We got. But also, in this kind of weather, you know what things get? They get rusty. <laughs> 
Things oh get God. so rusty. Oh, gosh, rusty. Have you seen some of these cars out here? They're rusty. You ever hear of the old Broyles first base ghost, Rust, Rusty Coons? I heard that, Rusty Coons. Yeah. <laughs> so the, But it does. It's it, it's all about the salt that we put down on our roads in the wintertime and the humidity. And stuff gets rusty. True story. I My first job out of college, I was sent to Royal Spring Training to cover the Royals for two weeks. And there was a first base coach named Rusty Kuntz. Rusty Kuntz. And you know, like in those deals, they assign you who you can interview. I can, yeah. And I got on this piece of paper, Rusty K-U-N-T-Z. And I'm, (laughs) wait a minute. Uh, (laughs) Billy Butler is going to be a huge asset for the team. In 2009. Oh. Oh. That's a 104. 104, yeah. All right, Ed, thank you. I'm out. We'll talk to you tomorrow night in Humboldt, sir. Love you, brother. Love thank you. you. More. Yeah. Ed, you should have a beer, man. You you, you need a beer. All right. I'll see you up there. I'm going to I'm gonna get Freund over the uh, – you uh, still have Sipker and Sears, too. I don't want Sipker on the podcast. Just being honest. All right. Yeah, I understand that. Uh, Ross Peterson joins us. What are you guys, what are you first, guys talking about? By the way, you're the first person to be introduced. Everybody else <laughs> just is just a voice that suddenly comes on the headset. Keith, I'm the only one that needed to be introduced, quite uh, frankly, yeah, out of this group that's been no, here so stop. far. Uh, this, is, uh, this, this is a good time. All right, man. tell us about Dick though. Balls. <laughs> that was the greatest Dude, it's one of the funniest moments of my, oh my life. God, that was amazing when the dude knocked on the door <laughs> and he gave I answered the door and he says, Is Keith Murphy here? And I didn't want to just write you out, right? This Murph? is in the RV. So by what the I way. did was I pretended like the, the RV was a three bedroom house. I turned it and I kind of yelled, like, hey guys, is Keith Murphy here? <laughs> and Murph begrudgingly is like, yeah, yeah. And I said, oh, yeah, he's in the back. He'll be up here shortly. And uh, and Keith walked the four feet to come up to the door. And he got there. And the guy says, hey, Keith, really nice to meet you. My name is Richard Balls. <laughs> no, I just got it. His name is Dick. You know, Kenzie, Rick, do you know Dick Balls? No. Richard Balls. And then he did. Murph. We met him earlier. Good guy. Did you guys already tell this story? No. Okay. No. All right. So. No. Wow. Uh, Kenzie, Kenzie knows Dick Balls. Oh. Everybody oh. in Rockwell knows Dick Balls. Come on. <laughs> it's Dick Balls. It's Dick Balls. But, okay. So. He's, what's that? Dick Balls so babysat you. Oh, that Keith. So, Keith, Dick right, Balls. No, sorry, I'm distracted. Go ahead. Back, Dick back Balls, he shakes you. your hand. Yep. He shakes your hand, and what does he say to you? Well, he says, uh, hi. Uh, let me, I want to tell this story. All right, let, let, let so, Ross tell it. Dick Balls, <laughs> Keith, Keith comes over to the door. Hi, how you doing? I'm Keith Murphy. And the guy says, hi. My name is Richard Balls, and I lost it. I absolutely yeah. lost control. Because nobody else knows what's going on. No, at this I'm point. the only one that can hear it. But Murph heard it, and so Murph, too, you are well, such a gentleman. Murph said, e- e- uh, uh, e- "Excuse me," and he goes, "The guy goes, yeah, yeah, yeah." 
It's it's Richard Balls, but it's spelled B A H L Z and L L S. Whatever. It's he's Dick Balls. Oh, I was on the floor, and I feel bad because now here's a guy trying to have a conversation with Murph, and I'm in the background going, his name's Dick Balls. Guys, 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 his name's Dick Balls. Murph, you are such a gentleman. Then you took the you took him outside. Left. They, the RV had to be rocking like somebody was making babies <laughs> I, inside. I, because I had we, to keep moving like uh, an additional 10 feet at a time. Because we were we like, couldn't get far enough away from, <laughs> from that. That's it. That's the laugh. And, 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 his name is Dick Balls. Yeah. Oh, that's so great. It's like 6 o'clock, man. Oh, it's the best thing. Kenzie. Oh. You're from Rockwell City, Kenzie? I was born and raised here. Yeah? I have lived in two places in my life, Rockwell City and Ames. And you live in Ames now? No, Rockwell City. Oh, you came back here. Unfortunately, I've been back here since 2013. What do you mean, unfortunately? It's a beautiful Uh, town. I was just having a conversation with the guy at the bar about revitalizing the town square. Rockwell City is great. It really is great. But so... No, that's Dick Ball's daughter? That's Little Ball's... <laughs> that's baby balls. <laughs> that's, a, that's a picture of baby balls. That's here's nice. The, here's the thing, though. Like he was so nice. He seemed like a He's, wonderful guy. I had no idea because I was laughing my ass off. Like this is a guy. I like Andy fails. Thinks his last name is tough to deal with. <laughs> this guy's name is Richard Balls. I love. So I immediately go, uh, yeah, right. He's like, no, yeah, really, I get it. He did. So he did. He did totally. He had complete self-awareness. And then I felt bad because I didn't know. So I can immediately, like the RV is almost shaking <laughs> because you, Ross, are immediately going. I was trying. There's, there's, of course he's calling himself Richard because he's been through all this. It's it's surprising he's, you know, not Bales. It's Richard Bales. Yes, that's something. what you do. Yeah, so, yes. so all that's going on. And then, Chris, this this happens. So I'm down oh, there, man. and he could not have been nicer. He's a nice gentleman. Seems like a really nice yeah, guy. Nice guy. He's heard it all. He knows it all, all of this. I, I get back in the RV. I'm totally recovered. <laughs> totally recovered. And there's a knock on the door. And Ross says, oh, that's probably Harry, but he spells it K-O-C-H. After dark. After dark. I was... I, I, what, I mark was the time. It's 111. It's 111. Mark that for... Yeah. All right, where's Freud? Ah, Mark, so you guys uh, we, were. Oh, you, hey, John, wait, you were picking hey, on me. You guys were. Okay, hey, yeah. Keith, you need to leave. Oh. I just got a note that uh. Ed Wilson is now bartending. That yes. Makes, that makes sense. I got to yes. go get a shot of that. We need to get Mark Freund in here. All right, let's do it. Ross, you want to host with me? Um, yeah, absolutely, man. <sighs> I'm here with I feel you. like we've done this before. Oh, dude. Uh, I do want to tell you about yours? what I, the conversation I was having. Maybe uh. We'll wait till Sipker gets here for that. Is he coming I, on? I didn't really want Sipker Ross, I want to just tell you live on the air that I just really appreciate Appreciate you, Murph. You are. Yeah, it, it, yeah. I just really appreciate Kenzie's you. You've, you've literally like. I feel like you've been like my media father figure. You've never told me that. 
I have do you appreciate ever, you, Ross. Have you ever chased away people that were peering, leering over uh, Murph's, Murph's shoulder? Because I did that, that twice tonight. Really inappropriate what that woman was doing to Murph. Well, the woman uh, is not a problem. The one guy I thought we were going to have an issue yeah, with he because I asked pain. him to leave and he said no. And it, it kind of I couldn't got, tell what he's doing. He, he wanted to show me a picture of the two of us. He told me that, and that's together, why I kind of let him sit here uh, and talk for a little while because I. All right. It was yeah, weird. Let's get right, Freud Mark on. Freud, ladies Let's and get the main event on here. That was Mark the best Freund. thing that ever happened. I, dude, I will laugh about that, and I'm sorry for Dick Balls if he's out there listening. Mark, you, how are you, man? Do you, you even know what you're getting into? Good to see you. You how gave you Kenzie the, the headset. How could you do that? It was. It didn't. Kenzie and I go way back. Yeah. Do you really? No. Well, we met about four hours. <laughs> yeah. There you go. What's up, man? You. How I, are you enjoying I, your first RV TV? Dude, it's been, it's been so much fun. I can't even like. First of all, I was hoping you'd be here on Monday. I'm sorry because I was like so ready. I I'm had to deal with sorry. Sipker for the last Sipker's three days. Sipker's the worst, isn't he? Like, jeez. Is Sipker not the top ten people you've met in your life? Is he one of the worst? Top. Top or bottom? Worst, yeah. Bottom. Bottom, bottom three. Bottom five. Oh yeah, absolutely. In there. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's fourth for me. <laughs> Who are the top three? We're not going to talk about it. Who do you hate the they most? They don't deserve to be mentioned. Some of them are the people I love the most, too, Chris. That's Maybe fair. you're on both lists. I probably am. I'm totally fine with that. They push you in a lake? They push me in a lake. It was cold. Dude, the, Jeez. the scene of you getting pushed off onto the stretcher was epic. Wasn't I it? I died. I was dying at that. All right, so... So let's let's set a few things straight about that. Okay, let's hear it. Everybody in Polk City kept saying the water was warmer than the air temperature that day. <laughs> Liars. Because it was it was chilly on the water. It was, but they were like hyping it up like you, like like you wouldn't believe it. Yeah, the the water is going to be so warm. You're going to think it's great. The second I touched that water. I was like, oh, my God, it's so Horrible. it's so cold. Second, uh, I could a little bit. Yeah, just, <laughs> just right up in there. There was significant shrinkage. Yeah. Sorry, I'm a Seinfeld fan. That's all I can think of. Point two, I, I couldn't swim to the boat because so for authenticity, we're trying to make it look like. I was in street clothes, right? Yeah. So like, yeah. it's like we didn't want to telegraph it by having me change into a swimsuit. Yeah, yeah, you can't and do then, that. You know, because everyone knows, okay, he's going in the drink. So I, I put on gym shorts, but I keep my raincoat on. That raincoat gained 15 pounds. <laughs> I couldn't yeah. swim to the pontoon because yeah, because of the raincoat. The raincoat and the current. The current was working against me, Holy and I crap. had I had 20 extra pounds. Did on you it. ever think you were gonna die? No, because I had that stupid little life coat that uh, Sears threw to me that was a size XS. Sears seemed very concerned when he chucked that life jacket to you. I think if it's it, there really is a telling moment in that video, though, at the very end of it, when Sears just nonchalantly, because he went to Dowling, he doesn't give a crap about anybody but himself and his kids and his wife, right? He just chucks that thing overboard all nonchalant, like, yeah, Mark can drown and die. I don't give a crap. Yeah. It but, was but at the end, you hear Murph in the most sheepish <laughs> tone say, swim towards the jacket. <laughs> Grab the life jacket. Grab the life jacket. It was the most flippant toss of a life a, jacket right. I've ever seen. You see, it was so disrespectful. You can see Sears' soul. <laughs> 
and his lack of respect for humanity. Here you go. Sears, where are you at? Hey, Sears. Sears, come here. here. We need to talk to you about your lack of respect for humanity and life and self right now. All right, so you guys did this uh, really funny thing the other night where you guys pushed uh, Mark into the lake, or, or actually Keith pushes Mark into the yeah, lake. Yeah, Keith did and that. And it's a really funny bit. It's great. But then at the end, hey, man, nice to meet you. What was your name? Adam. Adam, nice to meet you, man. Thanks for hanging out. Love chatting Adam, with you. Adam, yeah. to meet you. Thanks, man. Yep, we'll see Adam's you. Adam's more of a Hawkeye fan than I'll ever be, Chris. I'll tell you that. I needed a little bit of a rescue earlier because he wanted to talk Hawkeye recruiting, and you oh, know yeah, how much he, I love he's all over the recruiting. talking Hawkeye recruiting. Anyway, so you guys are doing this funny little bit. You push Mark into the lake, and then all of a sudden, you grab this life jacket yeah. in the most flippant way possible. Just kind of chuck this thing. You didn't even look over your shoulder to see if you were throwing it in the direction of your new friend. You just kind of throw this thing over your shoulder like, good luck, partner. Hey, I don't friends even, and air I, Yeah, I don't even there. think air, I would put him in big air quotes. Friend. Because, yeah, it was bad. He didn't care if you drowned, Okay. He didn't care at all well, look, about... The boat was like 20 feet away from him. Uh, okay, he's flailing around like a fish. Okay, so uh, look, here you go. Threw him a little life jacket. It was more like a just in case you need this. There it is, if you, you need it. You forget the current was working against me. I couldn't get there. It's the second you time he saw it. It's the, the second current time he's, at Sailor Lake. It's the second time. What's this current at Sailor Lake? It's the second time he has said the current was working against me. Is this me. like the raging river at Sailor Lake? I mean, it's just like a calm little you lake. Were in, you were in Polk City. Jeez. Yeah. I mean, it's a part of the river system, Mark, but he has a valid point about this so-called current. Hey, it was windy out there. <laughs> anyway, I thought it showed a blatant disrespect for uh, for human life, but whatever. Well, look, what do I, I know? Mean, guys drowning out there. You're his new friend. So, you know, look, you're the new guy on RBTV. You know, stuff's going to happen. you got to deal with it. And, you know, you're just like, hey, you know, deal you know, with it. Hey, Mark, that's a good point. When John, when John was new, he had to go through the initiation phase. Oh, yeah. He had to get pushed into the water, too. Where did you get pushed into the water? In, in your backyard, in your pool? <laughs> yeah. Keith threw me in my own pool. Oh, man. Are you okay with that? Yeah. You, into, you, a, into a basketball hoop in my still, pool. Still worried about that? You have nightmares it's actually about my mom's pool, actually, <laughs> not my pool. I don't have a pool in my backyard. Let's, let's not get that twisted I'm up. I'm glad that you clarified that because I was always like, damn, Sears living the life. How come, how come I don't get invited to the 4th of July parties yeah, at the right? Sears house? Yeah, Keith screwed that all up. Yeah, which got me pe people like tweeting and texting. Oh, yeah. I'm like. <laughs> Yeah, thanks, Keith. Like, let's blatantly lie about this is my mom's house and not mine. <laughs> and we're going to run this. It's going to go viral. And now people are going to think, oh, that I'm, I got all this, uh, a couple cars in my garage. I got a pool in my backyard. And my mom's not living large by any means, but she teaches swim lessons. Uh, but, yeah, so Keith made it sound like it's right. my house. Yep. I don't go Wait, I'm who? Gonna pool in my backyard. Who, who was the kid in the pool when you got pushed in that day? Who was my kids are probably yeah. there to swim in. There's some neighbor, my mom's neighbor friends just hanging out in the pool. Got yeah. it. Yeah. All right. All right. That clarifies yeah. it all. Yeah. all right. yeah. Let's get that out of there right now. All right. But, thanks, uh, John. Well, I, well, I hope I, I hope I, I cleared something up for you. A little Did bit. A little bit there. Yeah. I think I don't think that you disrespect human life the way I did maybe three. I, I think ago. I think I just saw it as look. Mark's the new guy. Stuff happens to the new guy. I've seen it, so I, w I just wasn't very surprised that he got. And, and let's be honest, Keith can be kind of a dick to the new guy, right? Keith has been a dick to a lot of people over the years. I mean, and I'm the glad somebody the, finally said it. The Sears. shove to Freund was like a two-handed boom to the. Ch it was. Dude, he, 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 he does it, the same thing to you. It wasn't just like a. He squared me up. It was like a linebacker. It was like a truck he into the into up. the into the lake. Yeah. So. 
But I mean, listen, I know all about being a fake ass nice guy. When yeah, you're, when you're, about it. when you're working with Keith it, and Mark will get used to, you just got to be like, it, it, it's, it's normal now, which is my, why my response was, there you go. It's just normal now when you work with Keith. Somebody's getting thrown in the lake. Yeah, it's going to happen because we know how Keith is. He likes the spotlight. He likes picking on the rookie, right? Likes making himself look like the cool guy, right? Sets himself up for success. Exactly. Jerk. Exactly. Thanks. So there it is. That work? That work? Works per. That, I think that's a great, a great. I would say excuse, but I'll say reason. How are you guys running now on time for this like thing? Three hours. This thing's rolling right. Where are you going for time right now for the podcast? Uh, hour twenty. Hour twenty. All right. Um, Ross has something to talk to Sipker about. Freund, we're kicking you off. No, hey, before Freund leaves, can I Freund's say? Freund's killing it. We love Freund. Yeah, Freund does a good job. But no, we already told Freund, and we thought he was unfairly treated yeah, in Polk completely, City. Completely unfairly treated. We thought treated. that that whole. I liked the, what do you mean? I liked the Why? big content. They threw a life jacket. We threw a Money. life jacket to him. Freund is, the, Freund is already 15 times cooler than you'll ever be, Sipker. If that's the scale, man, I'm okay with it. No, but we threw a life jacket to him. <laughs> I you mean, didn't we, do, didn't, we didn't. We didn't respect him. Stop we it. wouldn't throw a life jacket. You to him. didn't do anything. Sears flippantly tossed a life jacket into the water in his general direction. Would you imagine that it's better <laughs> to do that than to not throw a life jacket but at all? But don't act like we did something. You, what were you behind the camera? What I were was, you doing? Sam Lozano was behind the camera. That's what right. am I saying? Sam was doing. He's the photojournalist in the group. I, I was just hanging out, chilling on the boat. Right. And then again, you see into the soul of Keith Murphy at the very end of the video when you hear him say, swim towards the life jacket, Mark. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you a little secret. Keith doesn't have a soul. So can't Hey, Sears was killing him. Right? What did you but, need okay. to talk to Sip? Because I didn't want him on the podcast. So I, I just I jumped, on, the the baby podcast. I just jumped on. Or I, I was kind of standing here earlier, and I heard you guys talking trash about... Again, and this has been an e- this has been a tradition here on uh, on Sound Off. It seems like, or on uh, on RVTV, where I start to talk to somebody that doesn't fit the social norms. Oh, yeah. of the rest of the RVTV group, right? Yeah, and I so, thought you were going to get in a fight with that guy. No, see, so what happens? A guy that looks tough, a guy that is I, definitely a blue collar dude. What's going on here? Uh, this is a whistle. A guy that's definitely a blue collar guy. Is, is Bloom here? In his official's outfit? Bloom wouldn't come to a place like this. Good point. You guys are afraid of him. No, I'm not you, afraid of him. When you when we walked in, you guys are all like, oh, look at this guy. He's getting ready to start some trouble. It looks I'm like not afraid right. of that guy at all. And then all of a sudden, I'm over there he talking like to him. looks like my high school friend. I'm over there talking to him, and I could see all of you guys murmuring. I could see all of you like, oh, what's Ross doing talking to Ross? And then I come over here, and I'm listening to the After Dark podcast. I'm just eavesdropping for a little bit, and I hear that you, somebody, uh, fails. It's like, oh, man, Ross was talking to that guy. This is why I wanted to bring Sipper on. Okay. Do you know what I was talking to that guy about, Chris? Uh, the Hawks. Nope. <laughs> the improvement of the town square here at Rockwell City. Ah, yes. Because okay. uh, you have ideas. I do have ideas, and I have opinions, and I like to share them. Okay? It's not that easy, All right. It's not Come easy. Come from a small town. It's Chris, really hard it's to build not up easy. these town It's squares. not easy, and that's why I wanted to have talk to Sipker right now about this. because here- Sipker doesn't care. He's an elitist. He's a city boy. He doesn't care about these small towns. I do. I'm from a small town. I'm from yeah, a smaller town than you're from. No, you're not. Yeah, I Carol am. Carroll is bigger than Clarendon. I'm from Mount Carmel. Thanks for knowing me. Oh, stop. Mount Carmel is a town of 101 people and 26 pets. How many people are in your town of Shenandoah? 
I'm from Clorinda, and I have to know, do you count the prisoners? Chris. <laughs> they asked the same question here in Rockwell City. No joke. Last census, they did not count the prisoners, and they were supposed to. So the town population that's looked like deal. it shrunk. Yeah, that's a big deal. But it actually didn't, so they Wait had to go back and recorrect it. The prisoner it. population right, is a key numbers. thing in these towns. Why would a prison population be counted in a county? Because they, some of them here, we have, there's the prison with some people who have are serving life terms so they're permanent residents okay but the reason why why do we why do we count people for a census in a in a certain area for representation and yeah right for allocation of resources do prisoners get to vote here we go we're working on it what do you mean you're working on it oh boy here we go Yeah, Sipker and I were oh, yeah. actually going to crash okay. there. The we North, talked about the it. North Central Correctional Facility. It's a minimum security prison. I mean, this is a real. I mean, it is absolutely hardcore a true, dudes in there. When I was in, you know, I just grew up down the road, and so we would in second grade. I think it was we came here for a field trip, and it was the scariest field trip of my life. What's the population of that prison? Do you know? I don't know. Does Probably a couple hundred. couple hundred? What's yeah. the population of Rockwell City? About 1,500. Okay. So I think it's supposed to be around, with the with the population there, it's about an 1,800. So with current people. trends, with the yeah. population of prisons rising and populations of town like Rockwell City falling. Which we're also working how on. How long until, and that's what we're eventually going to get to, yeah. how long until that prison population outnumbers? Is it just an expansion away? I well, mean, if hopefully, the, if the, if the Ross, correctional If the correctional institution. If we're working a, on our education system. Right and our rural communities and the opioid crisis and many of the other things that yeah. contribute to people going to prison, the prison population will actually go down. Okay, so let's say, and someday we've... Uh, well, anyway, we'll have this conversation <laughs> another time. I, that's a... Uh, this is why I, was I like stupid. you, Scott. And I was just going to kick my feet up and go... Like, oh, we could have done yeah. this for hours. Yeah, that would could. be really good. We, Here's we're what we're I really already an hour and a half about. here on FNR. Shut up with your hour, 20 minutes, whatever. <laughs> you sat here and talked to the clowns before we got on. We're about to have <laughs> a real <laughs> conversation about life. Yeah, thank okay? you, Ross. I appreciate you. you, you in fact, I'm going to send you that Alan Watts link. You listen to a thing about how you're going to get your life right, okay? <laughs> so this guy... crazy. The guy... At the I knew that. insane. The guy at you the yes. the guy at the bar. Yeah. When we sat down, person. he and he was drunk. He was yeah, very he was, drunk. He and he was and he's and he's up. he's a tough guy. You can tell he's a uh, tough guy. He right? acted like hey, one. Well, he's a he's a country boy. Yeah. So farm strength. When I sat down with him, Chris, he initially asked me how Rockwell City compares to other cities on RVTV. And I was trying to tell him I probably wasn't the right guy for that because it's, first of all, the first city I've been on this year. And I really don't stay a lot at all the cities. But by what I've, I've just seen, I would say top half. It, it's, for sure. It's been great. Now, yeah, he wanted to know more about his town square. How is how does Rockwell City's town square compare to other town squares? Now, you guys saw the same thing I did. There are three or four boarded up storefronts here in, like on the town most square. Town squares and small towns. There town are in the, USA. the few that are open are basically the the chamber of commerce. There's two or three knickknack shacks, um, and so he this is which a, aren't real businesses. They're not. This is a they're guy. They're not supplying like so Chris, people's livelihoods. This is a guy that grew up here in Rockwell City. He bought a building here on the town square. 
He doesn't know how. He doesn't have the money to renovate it. He doesn't know what he wants to put into it. He has rented the storefront out to uh, a group, but the town is mad at him because they don't think it's the right group to be renting the storefront from him. Whatever that is, I didn't ask. But he's asking me like, what do we need? What does this town square need? So it started a conversation there at the bar about how you go about doing that. Now, this guy is running for city council, so good job out of him, right? He's get, he saw a problem, he wants to fix a problem, he's getting involved to try to fix that problem. But he has no idea where to start with it. And we have guys in Des Moines that specialize in doing this exact thing, getting out to these really, really rural areas and trying to revitalize them. And so I tried to talk to this guy about some of those ideas and just lay the groundwork for that. Now, he's a super drunk guy. He's actually standing in the back of the bar there right now. Yeah, he looks like he's, a great representation of the town. Shut up. He, here's what I told him. I feel Scott. like Rockwell City has a great future. <laughs> if you only I'm trying knew to listen to Ross before the people I talk. That y- whose shoulders you are standing on, <laughs> if you only knew what they did on a Saturday night. I'm just kidding. You clown. That guy is the majority have, of my best friends. Have some perspective that is, for where that guy you are is in me. life, okay? Look at me right now. You I'm hanging out with you idiots. Joke. Drink your Natterday or whatever it is, is you got there. Bush Light, the sponsor of the podcast. Thank oh, you. Oh, thank Bush Light. Love you for sponsoring the podcast. We make wonderful beer. 